apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, an equal housing lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 2011-2810, call for Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio. And the Yankees got swept in the ALCS by the Houston Astros. A, a terrible series for the Yankees. They, their offense was awful. Uh, their some of the decisions by Aaron Boone were not good. And uh, and it happened again. The Yankees lost to the Astros. The Astros move on to the World Series. I thought the Yankees would lose this series in six, but I definitely expected this team to be more competitive than they were. And they just were not in this series at all. And the better team is going to the World Series. And the Yankees, they definitely got work to do if they want to. Get to get they got a lot of work to do if they even want to get to the World Series next year because it looked like at the midway point of the season this team was going to be in the World Series and then by the end of the year they weren't even close in the ALCS so this team's got a lot of work to do. Oh, they definitely do. That was an embarrassment. You know, Saturday game, you they, you know you were one hit going the ninth inning. Sunday you finally got the lineup going, but again in the field you couldn't get it going, and then you know unfortunately Nestor. You know, if he sounds like maybe he was injured, you know, like Goron was still an issue and gives up the three-run bomb there. And, yeah, you know, it was a very frustrating year. You know, it was a very frustrating – well, you know, for the later part, because they finished, you know, the last 101 regular season games, 15-51. Like, they were mediocre. That I thought they were mediocre going into the year. That large sample size shows they were mediocre. And, you know, that's that's what they were. And it's it's, you know – 
frustrating a lot of Yankee fans. And um, yeah, you know, I thought they'd win one game in the series. They didn't win any. They got swept. The better team absolutely won. But, um, you know, and you struck out 50 times in four games. So that's about 13 times a game. So almost half your half your outs are strikeouts. So, you know, maybe we learn to put the ball in play more. Maybe, maybe that will help. But because that's what the Astros did and killed us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, the, I know there's a lot of strikeouts in baseball, but a strikeout as many times the Yankees did, that's inexcusable. It is, you know, and I know that's for, I would love to tell one, I would love for one analytical guy to come tell me why it's better to just rely on home runs and strikeouts rather than just get hits and walks and, and do it that way. I would love to see it in a numbers because I don't know where they come up with this. Because look at the Astros. The Astros are the second late, um, less strikeout rate in the league. Again, every time, even Cleveland, you know, whenever they, you know, they found they found a uh, area where the Yankees weren't defensively, they took advantage of it, and they took advantage of the Yankees' defensive woes. So, yeah, it's it's very frustrating, and uh, yeah, you know, the Astros, it, there's too much strikeout, especially on this team, and it's it's really frustrating to figure out why, because that's that's what's killed in the postseason. The last what, like, you know, that's you know, last last couple of years, it, it's killed them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah. This approach, this approach they've had since 2017, all or nothing. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's really, it's not worked. It's not worked. It's not gotten them to the world series. I mean, yeah, in 17, everybody was happy with the season they had because they kind of came out of nowhere to have the year they had, but, but at this point it's just not working at all. No, it's not, you know, this baby, this baby bomber era thought, you know, they was going to be, you know, the, the one that bring back a couple championships, but it's been in a complete and utter failure. You know, it, it pretty much has there done with the Phillies getting to the world series. There's been 15 teams that have, from the major leagues that have gone to the World Series since the last time the Yankees have. And the Yankees have the highest payroll or just about every single season. And most of those teams are all under the Yankees. And here we are. So, yeah, absolutely. The, the approach has to change. And why why are our analytical guys not as good as the Astros? You know, like that, you know, that because again, it's always going to be analytics. It's never going to change. But why are our analytic guys failing in this these spots and situations? Like, you know, um, Cause it's frustrating. Yeah. It just, this, this home run or nothing thing does, does not work. Like look at Josh Donaldson. Just second oh, horrible, just horrible. Put the ball in play. All he has to do is put the ball in play and they're yeah. up two to, and they're up two to one. They're, they're up yeah. two to one. They were giving you the run. You're up two one. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't get it. I, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I can't stand it, but you know, it, again, it, it kills them. Cause the answer to that spot, they're going to, they're going to put a guy on look at Mount, Mount Donald had some really good at bats. It just, again, one, you know, um, that's why the Astros are a better team. They they're fundamentally a better team. They put the ball in play. They they do a lot of things the Yankees have trouble with at times. So yeah, it, it's a very frustrating thing. And this swing and miss stuff, garbage. I'm I'm, I'm so sick and tired of it. Yeah, and the big question is going to be in the offseason, should Boone and Cashman be back? And I thought before the series, they should be. The team got to the ALCS. I thought they should be. But watching this series, I don't think either should be back. I don't think they should resign. And I think the big reason for Cashman is because it's a contract year, but I don't think either should be back. Because Aaron Boone in that in that uh in that Cleveland series he that he mismanaged the bullpen. I felt like he should have had Clay Holmes in in that ninth inning in the Cleveland series. I think that was the only reason the Cleveland series was close was because of Aaron Boone. They should have won that series in four. And then in the Houston and then in the Houston series, I think the biggest moment that showed showed you why he should not be back was in the sixth inning with the bases loaded when he didn't let his ace do his job. He didn't let his ace do his job. Yeah, he gave up two runs. Those two runs weren't his fault because Bader dropped the fly ball when he didn't let the ace minimize the damage he took him out and then there was a sack fly and then christian vasquez got that base hit and after that base hit that series was over and the, and the crowd showed you that it was over 
because if you if you if you were if you were, if you're watching Game Four, there were thirty thousand people in Yankee Stadium at the end of Game Four, and that is pathetic to have thirty thousand people in the stadium uh, during a playoff game because they were defeated, and they were done, and they had every right to be done because Aaron Boone, the worst movie made in this in this in this uh, series, was not letting Garrett Cole, the guy you say is your ace. The, and he's probably the biggest reason why you're here because he pitched great in, in both games in the in the ALDS. He was really good in Game One. He was and he saved your season in Game Four. And you don't let him, uh, you don't let him uh, minimize the damage there. That's inexcusable. And I just feel like with so many of these bad moves in the postseason, I think it's time to move on from Aaron Boone. I'm with you. I don't think they're gonna go. Because um, how last year gave his void of confidence to those two. So. They got far this year, so why would he fire? So I'm completely with you. I, I think it's time for a whole change here, and we need to we need to switch some things up. Um, because I because I, I think you know because the thing with Boone is you know yes we're just gonna hire another puppet yes but Boone has no feel for the game and it goes back to the cold thing. How that's the guy you brought in to lead you to a World Series? How do you not let him? Now I would have kept him in, but then to not put in. Jonathan Luizgo has been your best reliever. To put in probably what? Your number four, five best reliever in Lou Trevino in that spot too? When your season's on the line. When your season's yeah. on the line. That's I. That's why I just can't understand. And then what I think he said, yeah, like uh, Lou Trevino fit better for the bottom of the lineup. It was something dumb like that. Like it, it was just like, what? What are you doing with the season in your line? How do you not? I, I, I totally would have put Cole back, you know, kept him in there. Let him see what he could do and figure a way out of this thing. Because, yeah, you're paying him $36 million to bring you a couple World Series. And he wasn't happy either. You know, on the mound when he left, and even after the poke game, you can see he was still upset that Boone pulled him there. So, very frustrating there by Boone. And, yeah, that I, I, he's gotten zero feel for the game of baseball. Zero. Absolutely. And, and they're going to be back because just like in the open of our show and what I say – they don't care to be what they are in the 90s as the best organization in baseball. Hal considers this a successful year. Hal considers this a complete success. He might not say it publicly. He considers this a success because the Yankees' goals are not the Atlanta Braves' goals. They're not the, they're not the Los Angeles Dodgers' goals, and they're not the Houston Astros' goals is, is, is winning a world. They're, 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 they, they, those three organizations, they want to win the World Series. They, 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 it's, it's, it's for those three organizations, it's World Series or bust. For the Yankees at this point, it's not. They're a second-tier organization, and they proved it in the play in the postseason the last the last six years. They're a second-tier organization, and and Hal Steimer says, "Yeah, we won 99 games. We won the division. Yeah, everybody should just come back. We'll just bring all this back next year. We'll bring it all back." I would not be surprised at all if either are back. Yeah, uh, no, I, if, if they're no, I say if they're both back. Yeah, I'm. I I don't think they should be back, but yeah, I think they will be back. I, I just, I, last year you, you gave Boone the con the extension last year. Again, Cashman's a part of that Seinbrenner family. I've said it a million times. He's been there since the eighties. There's no way Hal's letting him go now. So I, I'm with you. You know, this, this is the second tier organization right now. They just, they, they, they can't figure it again. And I'm done with the playoffs or a crapshoot because we've been in the playoffs 10 times since 09 or two since they've won in 09. Again, one of these you would think would go our way when we get there. We've the gap has gotten wider the last five years. Wider. We got from game seven to now getting swept. So I, I, I'm with you. They're, they're, you know, how how does not have one you know how Howland's father complete 180. I, I it's it's crazy because yeah, again, um I know we they still won, I think like it's like 55% of the, the, the team still, but I to not I know to not you know, go out. And again, if I'm how to, I'd be saying, because we've just gotten the playoff, 
why why am I spending two hundred sixty million dollars when we're just making the playoffs when I could spend eighty million? You know, and be the Rays if if we're just getting the playoffs every year and that that's what we're gonna do. You know, I, yep. again, that's what I would be saying to Cashman. Like, what, what's going on here? I spent all this money and we're getting the playoffs and that's it. Why the Rays do it? If Cleveland does it, they make they do an eighty million. So, yeah, it's very frustrating. I bet Hal is frustrated, but yeah, I wish he he had some more urgency. I I, I do wish that because there there needs to be some urgency um from him and, and from from the sign brothers right now. Yeah, and, and I think Cashman's gonna be back. And yeah, he made the, and, and the reason they're gonna say Cashman should be back is because of the Bader move. They're gonna look at the, the trade with Harrison Bader and Jordan Montgomery and say, oh, that's the move, that's the move. Yeah, I get it. If without Bader, we probably wouldn't be in this spot. But the problem is the trade for with for uh, the, the trade with with IKF Donaldson and Trevino in the playoffs. That th- th- those guys, I mean, IKF didn't he got some hits, but he didn't play. And Trevino and Donaldson were horrible. Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela, I guarantee you, would have been much would have been would have clearly been better than Donaldson and Trevino. Donaldson and Trevino did nothing in the postseason. So honestly, I don't think that was that was a good trade. I don't think that was a good trade because I still think with Gio on this team and with Gary Sanchez on this team, this team would have had as good of a season. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think in every statistic, Gio had a better year besides two than Donaldson. I know one of them was home runs, and I predict it, the other one was some weird defensive rating thing. Um, but yeah, again, if you didn't, if you couldn't stand Gary that much, why don't you just cut him? You took on a twenty-five million dollar payroll in Josh Donaldson that you got to pay next year, and he's probably more hated than Gary is now. Oh, you absolutely. Know, like, Without question, he's hated. Now, I think Yankee fans now, I think I mean, you got to give it to Joe. I think Yankee fans are, are wishing Gary Sanchez was back. We're seeing the way Trevino and he, he was hit, they, and they were hitting in the postseason. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do too. Because yeah, he's, you know, again, Donaldson was all, he was la- he was like smiling after he popped out on Saturday. Like, he, I, I just. Oh, and, again, and, we, thought he, and we thought he was going to bring edge, edge yeah. to this team. We thought he was going to bring that competitive edge that's going to, you know, help us get over the hump against the Astros. That sure didn't happen. <laughs> No, no, not, not at all. Yeah, he was he was useless this year. Again, great great defender, but who really cares that much? You know, but yeah, like that trade that trade turned a complete disaster that you got to deal with now because I don't think you, you can bring Donaldson back, but I don't think anybody else in this league is going to want him or you're going to have to pay 20, you're going to have to pay pretty much 95% of that salary next year. So yeah, I, again, that trade and the, you know, that, that trade just, you know, and then you didn't even see Worthbeck this year because he was hurt most of the year. And then, you know, you know, so like you, you, who knows what we got in him. So, yeah, you know, Bader move is good. Again, and, and don't forget, too, we could have Verlander for a package surrounded by Frazier and, and Duhar. Dang, it'd be nice to have Verlander. We were, oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. That would have been, been nice, too. That, that would have that been nice, too. It'd be nice to have Bryce Harper as well. Yeah. He he did every – and I, I know I didn't want him originally. I didn't – but he did everything in his power to try to get signed here. He did. He came out and was. I'll. I'll come play for it. Like he pretty much made it out to the Yankees. Said I'll. I'll do whatever it takes to get on this team. And but of course, of course, Cashman didn't want to spend the money. He didn't want to spend the money. No. And yeah, I. I just again, it's yeah, it's frustrating because yeah, with that because it would be not even Manny too over there at the hot corner would be yeah, nice yeah. too. Yeah. Well, it would have so, been. been. Yeah. Again, he's done some really good moves. He's won a bunch of championships. He's made some good small moves, but lately it's like, as you mentioned, it's is a World Series. You know, this this should be a World Series plus for how much money we're spending, and we can't get there. It's uh, 
very frustrating. And then, you know, again, did you see the fans too, the booing this weekend? Oh, the bad. oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. The that booing. Bad. I mean, you didn't hear that booing, you know, five years ago. You they're so tired of it. They hear the booing. And those after that, I'm telling you, after that Vasquez single, those fans were done. Those fans were done. They were de- they were defeated and and rightfully so. They were they, they should have been. Yeah, yeah, I get you, you kind of knew it was over. Again, Sunday, the low you could get in Sunday's game for eighteen dollars. For wow. this game is, for this, the ALCS. This, this is a playoff game. It's an ALCS game. Eight, it's like a reg, it was like a regular season atmosphere at Yankee Stadium. It was like a regular Sunday night baseball game at Yankee Stadium uh, on, on on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's getting ready for the funeral, the, the season-ending funeral. That's what we got. And uh, yeah, you know the the fan base is is you know disappointed, frustrated that this is you know keeps happening. And you know again, if they bring this back, the same core, the same group of guys here. Again, it's it's I, I can't imagine. I'm gonna try to be a rational Yankee fan for it, but a lot of these fans again, I, I could it be like 2021 where you know June, July when fans started to come back where it was like half full? Because again, they bring back and there's not much change. I I can't imagine the attendance next year because you could see they're they're fed up with they're fed up with this and and Cashman and Boone and they want somebody throwing the fire. I think we all do, but I don't know who that guy's gonna be. Yeah, imagine if they bring all this back and Aaron Judge is not on this team. Oh, uh, the, the fans, the fans, the fans. Oh, I'm telling you, it's going to be thirty thousand, uh, thirty, forty thousand. There won't be more than forty-five, four, more than forty thousand people at Yankee Stadium next year if they don't bring back Aaron Judge. No, it won't. Again, I'm starting to get very worried in that because it sounds like the Giants and Dodgers with those two, they they, they could outbid anybody. So I, 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 I'm very worried now about that. So. Yeah, you know, they, they better figure out and how and Kevin better be having a meeting in the first day game with Judge and hash this thing out because uh yeah, this will be a seventy five win team. I, I think, you know, maybe with the starting pitching I think I think, right I think, I think it might be a wild card. I think if they don't have Judge, it would be a wild card team. They definitely won't I, win the division. They'll, I think they're the third no. they're definitely clearly if Judge doesn't isn't back on this team, they're clearly the third best team in the AL East. Right now, I I can't. I don't know what the Red Sox are going to do yet. If the Red, Red Sox, Sox get a little nothing. bit, come on. We know Ty Bloom. He's going to do nothing. He's going to do nothing. I think he can compete with this team, and they're going to finish in last place. We know what's going to happen with the Red Sox. Again, that's my hope. I I've heard they're they're already talking with Devers. Uh, please, please, it, they're please, doubling please. the offer. All right, yeah, they might. All right, they so. might sign Devers. They might sign Bogarts, but they're not improving the pitch pitching staff, and they're not they're not they're not really improving the team to where they're going to be able to compete in the division. No, that's a last place team. I feel bad for Alex Cora, and honestly, if I'm Alex Cora, I would get I would get out of there because that GM doesn't know what he's doing. But but back to the Yankees. Yeah, and, and this leads us to our next question: Is will Judge be back? Will Judge be back? And I think with the Giants and Dodgers going as hard as they are, if Brian Cashman is back as the general manager. I don't think Aaron Judge is back on this team next year. I'm with you. I, I think with the Giants saying they're not going to be outbid, and, and we know the Dodgers will spend however how much money they want to get Judge. I I I, I think there's a limit on Cashman on how much they're going to pay for him. You kind of saw that back in March, you know, when they couldn't get this thing done. So yeah, I'm with you. The Giants were the team he grew up rooting for. If they're not getting out, if they're not, they say they're not getting outbid, and I do believe because they usually go after guys. I know they failed the last couple of years, but I, I I do believe I think it's going to be San Francisco if that's his team he grew up rooting for, and especially he got booed too now during the playoffs. I mean, that's ridiculous. That is absurd yeah. from the Yankee fans to boo Aaron Judge. That is absolutely ridiculous. How do you boo a guy that that gave you one of the best seasons you've ever seen? I've I personally have I've I've never seen a Yankee player have the season that Aaron Judge had. That is ridiculous that he got booed. 
No, it's it's one hundred percent. Again, I know he didn't have a great postseason, but no, again, for the season he had, I, I don't know how you could be sitting there booing at booing him. It was ridiculous. So I, I'm with you. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and I, I just I, I couldn't imagine it. And again, I, I don't think that um could you know helped out the chances of him staying here. So um and, and you know who the Yankees open up with uh, open up next year with who the Giants at home. Wow, that so you think I'm gonna be no something? Wow, that would be crazy. That'd be crazy. And I hope if he get if he signs with the Giants, I hope he gets a standing ovation to, to, and if, and if, to, to, just just to stick it to Hal and Cashman. I hope he gets a standing ovation. The, every Yankee fan cheers for him when he's at the place, just like just like Brady did when he went back to Foxborough. I hope he gets a standing ovation. Now I do too, and I and he absolutely should get that. My only concern is if if the Yankees do offer him like 38, 39 million, and he takes. The better off from the Giants, I could see the Yankees fans booing him. I see certain there. Yankee fans. I would never. I think the Yankees should, should do whatever it takes to get Aaron Judge on this team. I don't care if they have to pay if they have to pay for it on the back end. I don't care if they have to pay for it on the back end. This guy's a fan favorite. You think the Philly fans are going to mind if they win the World Series this year? You think the Philly fans are going to mind paying for it on the back end with Bryce Harper? No. The Yankees got to do everything in their power to sign it bring, to bring Aaron Judge back. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be the captain if he sign if he comes back next year. And and yeah, again, it, again, if we, I think we're at the point where Yankee fans where we're, we just want a title. And if it means, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have a couple bad years maybe towards the end of saying the judge and Cole's contract. So be it. We got the World Series. So I, I'm with you. I would backload. I would try to backload and say, look, let's try to get more in now. If you could take a little bit this of a discount until Stan and Cole are off the books here. And then we'll start opening up your pay. That's what I would try to do if I'm Cashman and, and, and Seinbrand to try to figure it out that way. Because I, I, I think if he gets something around forty, and if it, you know, four, you know, three, somewhere around there, and it totals, you know, and it's average around there, I don't think he'll mind. I think he does want to come back, but I, I, I you know, but I, I do think, you know, obviously, it's, if it's Charles' team's Giants and they're doing everything in the power to get them, it's going to be tough for him to turn that down. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So we'll see. We'll be definitely talking about. The, what happens with Aaron Judge in the offseason. But we got to move on to two teams that are still playing baseball, and that is the Phillies and the Astros. And with the way – I know the Astros are the favorite. But with the way the Phillies are playing right now, especially at home, this is going to be a good World Series. I think this World Series is going to go either way. I think it's definitely going to go to six and seven, six or seven games. I'm excited to watch these two teams go at it. Yeah, I am too. You know, the Astros haven't lost in the postseason. The Phillies, you know, um, first time they've been back, been back in the playoffs in a decade. You know, they, they've been on fire. They've, they've been clicking all cylinders. And, yeah, that home atmosphere has been unbelievable so far this postseason. So, yeah, it should be a fun series. The Phillies, you know, kind of the, the team that kind of nobody really thought would make this point. Another wild card team got in. And, uh, yeah, it, it should be a really fun series. And, yeah, I expect this thing to go deep. Absolutely. And for the Phillies to win this series, for me, they got to keep having Wheeler and Nola pitch the way they've been pitching. Because if, if that happens, they're going to be in these games. So, Number one key for them, have Wheeler and Nola keep pitching the way they are. Number number two, the bullpen has got to continue to be good. D- Dominguez, Al- Alvarado, Robinson, that bullpen has got to continue to be good. Yes, it struggled. Yes, Dominguez did give up that. Did give up the lead. Did give up. Did give up the lead in game five. But the bullpen, which is kind of the Achilles heel for the Phillies, still has to continue to pitch the way the, the way the way they've been pitching. And then lastly, Hoskins and Harper got to stay hot. Hoskins has been red hot. He was he he saved them in game four. He had that two-run homer to start. 
in the in the first inning, and then after Soto hit the home run in the fifth, he tied the game in in the, in, in the bottom of the fifth. Hoskins has been yeah, he was struggling a little. He was struggling until games four and five, but he was outstanding in games four and five. He had that two run homer uh, in in game five to get things going for the Phillies, and then Bryce Harper. He's been phenomenal, hitting over four hundred. Uh, he and, and and obviously he had, he had uh, he's had a ton of big hits. I've had big hits all throughout the ALCS, and then obviously the ALCS, and then obviously the hit, the, the biggest hit of his life in, in, in the in the in the eighth inning of game of game uh, of of, of game five. five. That big two run homer. That's why he's worth the money the Phillies are paying him. And if he continue, and that's why he's got to continue to stay hot. And Hoskins got to stay hot for the Phillies to win the series. Yeah, for for me, my three couple keys here for the Phillies. You know that you mentioned that lineup, Harper. You know Hoskins. You know if they can get Kyle Schwarber going at the top of that thing. Um, you know that that lineup they've been averaging you know, over five runs a game so far in the postseason. Um, you know they continue to kind of uh, stay hot. Now you hope with this five days off doesn't kill their kind of you know momentum here and all that. Um, you know that's going to be a question to answer there, but. Yeah, that Phillies lineup, they got it because the Astros lineup, again, is really talented as well. And yeah, for me, too, it's a bullpen's got to go, ma- you know, got to, you know, uh, match with the Astros. The Astros are really good in the back end. The Phillies, as you mentioned, it's been one of their kind of, you know, struggles this year. But yeah, so far in the postseason, it has been, it has been, it's been reliable enough. They've made the big outs when they've had to. So, uh, it, it, you know, they pitch well. But again, obviously, they got to finish that now um, against Houston. And then number three for me is they can't make the mistakes in the field. You know, they were one of the worst teams in the field this year, um, fielding, fielding percentage-wise. Again, we saw the Astros, what they did against the Yankees. Every time the Yankees had a mistake, the Astros burned them for it. If they make an error or two and it brings a couple guys on, they're going to knock that guy in. So for me, it, it's got to, you know, you, you got to be good in the field. And you cannot make those, um, you know, um, those errors because the, the Astros will come bite you for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the Astros, for me, Altuve has got to get going. I mean, the Astros have gotten to the World Series with Altuve hitting under 100. So Altuve has got to get going in this series for the Houston Astros. He, he, he really has. That, 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 that's a big key for them. And number two, make Nola and make Wheeler work. Don't – if you, you can get them out of the game by the, you know, the, 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 the sick – the sick, you get them out of the game by the sixth innings. The Phillies bullpen is not that deep. You definitely it definitely increases your chance to win those starts. It the the the, the games that him and uh, Nola hit Nola start. So get gotta get gotta make Mo, Nola and make Wheeler work. Get their get their pitch count up so they're not going into the seventh or eighth inning. And then number three, don't let Bryce Harper beat you. It's just like Aaron Judge in the regular season. You cannot let Bryce Harper beat you. That's why I cannot believe I can't believe Bob Melvin. Did not. That's, that's the biggest mistake of his managerial career. Did a really good job with the Padres this year, but the oh, yeah. biggest mistake of his career, he had a chance to win a championship, and he did not have the guy they traded for in that game. Josh Hader was excellent. He was the best closer in the postseason, and they didn't have him in, in that spot. He needed to be in the game in that spot, and then guess what happens? Bryce Harper beats you. He sends you home. So I, I think that I think that the Phillies, they, they, I think that the Astros do not let Bryce Harper beat you. Pitch around him. Let Realmuto beat you. Let uh, let Bone beat you. Let Hoskins beat you. But do not let Bryce Harper be the reason why the Phillies win this series. So those are my three keys. What are your three keys for the Astros? Yeah, my three keys for the Astros, again, uh, me for L2v2, yeah, he's three for 25 this postseason. You know, he's really struggled um, at, at top of that lineup. And, you know, they've around him, they've done a really good job of, um, again, that lineup, especially one through six, is just so talented. Um, you know, like Jeremy, Jeremy Pena, again, that's another thing about the Astros. 
the replacement for Carlos Correa. They didn't even miss a beat without him. Oh, he's been great um, in the postseason. He had that yeah. huge. I mean, Boone should have took Cortez out of the game. But he had that huge. He should that huge home run in 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 game. Uh, he had that huge three run home run in game four, and then obviously he had a home run in game one too. So yeah, yeah. Payne has been. He was the ALCS MVP. He's been. He's been. He's been really good in the postseason. Any yeah. of that home run, any of the home run that eighteen inning game against the Mariners. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. That one too. So yeah, he's been he's come up clutch for the Astros when they needed it, just like Correa. You know, um, he he's been unbelievable. So yeah, you know that lineup Altuve, if he can get going, it's going to be dangerous for Philly. I think number two. I think for game. You know, it's more for game three through five on the road. You got to take that crowd out of it early. If you let the Phillies oh, get a lead, it's going to be tougher to come back. Like those three games is going to be crucial for the Astros. Jump on them early, figure out a way to get the lead. Cause if not, um, it's going to be very tough to come back against that team. And I think it's that crucial for the Astros to go up 2-0 at home to win the first two games in their home ballpark because that's what they failed to do in the last two World Series. Uh, two years ago, they lost the first. They lost the first two, and then uh, and then and then last and then last year they split in Houston. I, they got to win the first two. They, I think it's very critical for them to win the first two games because if you don't, in the and you you got a chance that you could lose. You could lose three straight in Philly because Philly has not lost a single game in this postseason at home, and that's the I said it. That's the best home field advantage in, in, in baseball right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that place was bananas, and and that's such a great sports city. You know, like oh, I they, think they, they I, I, are so I mean, I hate the Eagles, but I think that's the best sports city in the country. Oh, absolutely. They love they love you know even the Flyers when they're they're in the playoffs. That place is not so. Yeah, with the, with the Sixers and a uh, been tough stretch with with them not being able to get it done in the playoffs. But yeah, absolutely. That 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 city loves their sports scenes, man, and uh, it, it's a great atmosphere. Absolutely, I, I agree. That that right now, that's the best atmosphere um, in 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 the sport right now. And then number three for me for the Astros is use that experience of the World Series. You got a ton of guys that have won that World Series. Like the the pressure, they kind of know what it takes to win this whole thing. You know, the, in, in a big spot, their heartbeat's gonna kind of be a lot lower than maybe some of these Philly Phillies players that haven't, you know, um, you know, I know Schwarber's played in one Robertson, but again, like Altuve's played in it, you know, Alvarez, Verlander, McCullough, that whole rotations pitch, you know, in a world series game where some of these Phillies haven't. So, or most of them. So I feel like, you know, the Astros use that to the advantage as well, this, um, as well for the series. And, um, you know, I think that's, that could be a crucial thing in, in some of these, um, key spots. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So for our series prediction, I'm going to go with the Astros in six. I think I think the the reason why they're going to win is I think I think the I think the Phillies lineup I think is a little bit better, but I think outside of that, the Astros got the advantage. I think they got the advantage of the rotation. I think they definitely got the advantage in the bullpen and the manager. The manager is definitely better. I, I yes, Robbie Rob Thompson. We know him. We know him as a former Yankee bench coach. He's he's done a great job this year, but. I think Dusty Baker is clearly the better manager, and 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 I think he's going to get the title he's been waiting for for a long time. That's why I got the Astros in six. Yeah, he just said I got the Astros two and six. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I just I outside of the lineup, I just think the Astros just have too much talent. You know, they haven't lost yet. Again, I it's been a great story with the Phillies. I wonder if the Phillies didn't have five days off in between. I know both teams have, but I wonder if like if this thing started right like on Tuesday if that would help the Phillies kind of continue build that, you know, with that momentum and all that, but maybe the couple of days off might hurt them. I feel like, um, but yeah, with the rotation with Verlander McCullers who struggled Sunday, but um, I, I think he'll pitch better in his next start. 
you know, um, Valdez. I, I just think the Astros just have a little bit too much. I, I think Altuve, you kind of seen he started to get it going toward the end of that series. I just think the Astros just have a little bit too much talent. Um, I want to pick the Phillies, but I, I just think just too much all around talent for the Phillies to overcome in the series. Yeah, we're definitely we definitely both want the Phillies to win, but the Astros are just clearly the better. The Astros are just the better team. Yeah, they they are. Um, yeah, I, you know, be cool to see Rob Thompson that Phillies team and just for that city to, uh, you know, get into another World Series to see what that, that stadium has brought and the fan base has bought. But, um, yeah, I just I think it's just a little bit too tall of a test. Yeah, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. So that's going to wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with RJ for Justin Anafrio. I'm Steve Risser. We'll be back next week talking week nine of the NFL season, uh, talking about the World Series and week 10 of the college football season. Have a great weekend, everyone. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the race, and the race do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.